Welcome to the Up and Over podcast, where a bunch of marks discuss pro wrestling, where everything's a work and our opinions don't even matter. Introducing first, the podcast host, sitting in his living room that looks like a guest bedroom. The one and only, this is Casey El Gordo Gringo. Jerry the King Lawler's racist as fuck. And next, introducing our local cowboy. The hog himself. This is Ethan Lewis. Up next, we have the up and over tag team champions. World's greatest tag team 2.0. This is Cortland and Pat. Yo, buddy. Yo, real quick, real quick. I'm not watching another WWE event. And so Jerry Lawler is homeless and dead. <laughs> I'm Mike. Ooh. Welcome to this week's episode. Uh, let's just jump. <laughs> let's just get right into it. We just gonna well, end our end our setup right there, cause fuck it. That's it. It's over. <laughs> I tried Holy and, shit! And I it was, love it. We blew it. I didn't I'll even think we down. blew it. Jerry Lawler blew it. Oh, Thanks, okay. fucking asshole. Fuck Ooh. Jerry Lawler. Fuck Michael Cole. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Michael Cole. Gang. <laughs> so, so we had some we had some shit happen throughout this week so far. We've got fucking Cody Rhodes going through a flaming table. Oh, uh, Beth Beth Phoenix announced Sunburnt her Cody. Uh, Beth Phoenix announced her retirement from commentary on NXT today. So Sunday will be her last day doing that. Um, yeah. Something got brought up er, at the beginning of the week, and I thought it was interesting, and then I got really irritated. Um, the Guinness Book of World Records uh, acknowledged both Randy Orton and uh, Natalia Neidhart for oh. their accolades on pay-per-views. Oh, um, the one that they, I wanted they, to... They, they, the, they the said thing, something about Natalia, too? That's yeah, so cool, the thing man. that I wanted to note, though, is that so she... On her Instagram post is like, thank you for recognizing this. Sixty-eight pay-per-views, a hundred four or fourteen hundred matches, and five hundred wins throughout her entire career. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Pop quiz. Yeah. How many championships has she won in that time frame? One. Oh. One Two. really? Three. Three. Yeah. Three. She's won the Diva Championship. Like. She's a SmackDown <laughs> Women's Champion, and then she's a Tag Team Champion. And just like for some particular reason, it irked my soul that like she's been in the business since like 2007 and she's been there for that long. Yep. And they were just like, fuck you. <laughs> like, it's like you got you got, got jobbers and you have career, <laughs> career journey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got people like, dude, I can't wait to see the stats on Dolph Ziggler soon because oh like he's getting up there, you know? And like once you look at those numbers, oh, those are that's those are unsung sweet. heroes, man. Unsung heroes yeah. that make everybody else look fucking yeah. awesome. Well, it's just always funny that yeah. it's like you have you have like your issues with Brett throughout the years. You have the you know horrific death of Owen, like, and then like everyone else has kind of had their problems in like the original Heart Foundation, but then you have Natty here who's been like. The fucking just the the anchor holding shit together for the women's division, and they're Dream like, you know the would be, they're like, you know, it'd be really <laughs> cool. Let's give Charlotte Flair seventy five fucking title wins. 
Well, I mean, I mean, I'm not the biggest Natalia fan, but like, dude, credit where but credit is fucking that's, due. That's kind of where I'm at um, with it, though. Is like at least like yeah. just because it bores me sometimes to watch like her same match over and over again, and maybe it's just her because I mean, I can watch so many wrestlers that repeat the same cycle and the same shit, and I don't get bored. But for some reason, always watching her just felt like watching fucking paint dry. But it doesn't change the fact that I mean, that's. For her to still be out here and you're she's a, doing a, it up, she's a fucking workhorse for sure. Yeah. She deserves a Hall of Fame ballot as soon as that shit's opened up for her. Yeah. She does deserve that. Mike, 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 Mike. Do you have a rebuttal, Mike? I do. I just, uh, well, Natalia bores the shit out of me as all. Um, hats off to her for, again, being somebody that people are like, oh, yeah, it's just Natty. Like, we could have a great match. But, like, I don't know. Is Barry Horowitz a Hall of Famer? I feel that, but I don't. I don't doubt that they're eventually going to put her in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, especially no, if they can get for her sure. championship sure. numbers up. Because it would only take them three months to get her three more title wins if they really did it right. Yeah, yeah. and then her stats are right where they should be, and no one's gonna fucking notice a little blimp of little greens in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. You know, sure, sure. Is there anything else we wanted to cover sure. for? Current. Um, I know we didn't uh, have some people's uh, last week, but the somebody only... said that um, who was it? Somebody Junior said something about uh, building a wrestling company, and he's talked to TV networks about it. Who was it? Frank something. Francis. I know what I, you're I, talking about, but hold on. I never caught a name. While well, you're looking that up, Ethan. Um, oh, uh, the, I only think, I wanna, uh, the only thing I want to. The only thing I want to talk about. I is, would look uh, it up, but I'm currently using my phone. Yeah, you're fine. The only thing that I uh, I really want to talk about is um, on Dynamite, something happened this week, and everybody's going to talk about the flaming table spot with Cody and Andrade. That's a great spot. It looked great. Came off really well. Um, what the fuck was with Cody Rhodes' back? Can we talk about that for a minute? That man had the flakiest back of all time. Yeah. Um, were they I running this? tried to burn off a burn. I found were, it, I was, it, were they running this spot number. before? Like, were they practicing this spot and it just cooked his back? Like, I doubt it. I mean, I don't imagine you want to do a table spot more than a once. Practice spot for a flaming table. You know, it looked like, fucking I mean, great. No deathmatch wrestler I've ever heard of has been like, "Hey, man, you know what we should do before I go through that barbed wire table? We practice going once. through a barbed wire table." Yeah, you <laughs> so... don't want to do it twice. Looked yeah. it up real fast. It's Freddie Prince Jr. is who you're thinking of. Freddie Prince Jr. He's, he's yeah, talked about it, but there also has been the notion, the the note that like Jonathan Grisham from like ROH is working on his own promotion as well. Not it's a lot's not, been not a notion. Yeah. Like he well, no, is. Just, I'm just like yeah. it's just like they're they talked about. It. There's that. There's not a lot out about it yet. Like there's like the name, and I think he's kind of like. Kind of starting talking about like wrestlers being signed to it, but didn't he put a video out, Mike? Um, he did an interview with um Sean Ross Sapp. He was doing an interview and he was like, Oh, yeah, this is who we signed, but I never caught who it was. Um, Terminus, the first event of that is January 16th, 2022, on a Sunday in Atlanta. Um, and so oh. hopefully we get we get some news about that. But it's it's like wrestling meets like shoot style grappling. Um, I think it could be cool. Yeah, it could be super could cool. Be. Could be. 
We love John Gresham's um, household, though. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout Apparently. out Jerry Lynn. Uh, he got into the uh, Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah. Shout out him. Um, God, I had the list earlier. Yeah, it was, it was Dave Prezakson. Dave yeah. Prezak, Homicide. Homicide. Um, hey. Dave Prezak is an unsung hero. Like, literally, when I think of all those old shows I used to watch, he commentated so many amazing matches in early ROH. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's coming back around. I'm trying to remember who else was in it. Was there one more? I'm looking to see. I think so. Ruckus. 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 Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely deserving. Um, it's cool to see another Hall of Fame that's probably going to get way more credibility than WWE's Hall of Fame. Um it's exciting to see what they do with it and the people that they put in over the years. Yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah, Jerry Lynn is being inducted by Sean Walton, better known as X-Pac. Um, Homicide's being inducted by Chris Dickinson. I really wish that was Eddie Kingston inducting Homicide, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. then Sanjay Dutt will induct Ruckus, but nobody's been announced for um, Dave Prezak as of now. I wonder, I, I, I wonder if Dave Prezak's being inducted by Punk. You think? Truthfully, truthfully, they were so close. They were such close friends and shit back mm. in the day. And they put question mark like it's going to stay unannounced. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, who would that be? Why would you keep that a secret? I don't know. Sure. And, it just yeah. feels like it would be a big name, you know? I mean, that makes sense, though, to keep it kind of a secret that it's like a, like you've got to be there to see it type of a thing. So, yeah. I mean, I personally thought Punk would be potentially in it. I mean, I'm sure he will one day, but then at the same time, you know. That would be a nice surprise. Yeah. It's just super have. cool to me that we're like finally getting a non-promotion professional wrestling hall of fame. Oh yeah, like a promotionless. Yep. Like I just think it's cool because mm-hmm. there's so many people like fucking Tracy Smothers and I mean Jerry Lynn and all these guys who did so much for all these wrestlers who are now what yeah, we know super. what on TV and superstars. Yeah, you know, yeah. That never yeah. are gonna get. Yeah, you know, like there's people. Yeah, there's people like Gangrel who has been in the independent circuit since before he was in WWE and then after. And he's worked with so many people yeah. in every organization. And there's nothing but nice things to say about the guy. I mean, he's still doing it. He wrestles in front of 20 people in a middle school or high school arena, or he'll fucking be a surprise entrant for some random company and it's the biggest draw that they get. And it's because this man is still doing flawless DDTs and spitting blood at people and being weird. You know, why still, wouldn't you that the still got the gimmick. I mean, the, the two guys that he's most known for being around, obviously the brood is edge and Christian. And he gave them the rub and look at both of their careers for 2021. Now the dude yeah. deserves every accolade that he can be given. Yep. Because I agree. Well, hell yeah. Y'all ready to uh, jump into Judgment Day 2003? Let's do it, bud. Judgment Day 2003. I don't even want to say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. As horrible as this pay-per-view is, I loved every second of it. I just like, I cannot wait. Because, like, just look at every time I look over a pad. Every time I look over Pat, I'm like, he just woke up and chose violence today, so we're gonna get some quality shit for him oh, not got, being got, here last I got week. Some energy. Oh, bud. Um, <laughs> I missed you guys last week, man. For oh, real. dude. 
It was it was the one we missed you and Ethan for sure. We tried to hope you guys had a nice holiday and everything, you know. Hope the holidays were straight. Mm -hmm. Sure. Give me some pussy. (laughs) Pat. All right, all right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 Casey. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the first um the first podcast that we're gonna have ads on, right? Not yet. Okay, I'm well, still, at least yeah, at least we're good. fucking not there yet. Working on it with with anchor, but we'll we're getting there. I haven't. I checked it a little bit Pat ago. Was to, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> that, that was, was about to hose us immediately. That would have been a great spot to just cut. And <laughs> welcome to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's over for. So we start well, off. You done there. <laughs> we start off with the creepiest fucking combination of like weird cryptid shit with like. Ray Mysterio getting used as a baseball bat as like our opening fucking little promo package. Yeah. And like I yeah. love the imagery in it. Like all of the the non WWE shows like this is kind of creepy. And I was like, this yeah. is somebody got this hung shit. at the end of it. It was very sick. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Well let's Portland, jump where into are we it. Charlotte Coliseum, Charlotte, North Carolina. North Carolina. It's the uh formerly known. Formerly known, yeah. It's the, the Bow Jungles. Coliseum now. Uh, This is the fifth Judgment Day for WWE, and it's also the last non-Big Four brand, like dual brand pay-per-view. So uh, pay-per-views from here on out, um, you're not going to see the likes of Eddie Guerrero or um, you know, uh, flawless tag matches. You're going to get Kane and RVD. And La Resistance! Hey, fuck off. I remember them whoop. Yeah, dude, I don't know what that is, Pat. I have no idea what that dance is. I still, to this day, I'm like, oh, 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 He's just holding two pastries in my mind. You know what I mean? That's all it is. Baguettes. Oh, that's true. He's got croissant and he dances. I've got that croissant for you. But, okay. The opening the opening promo fucking rocked. It was awesome. It did. It did. Mm-hmm. This pay per view, by the way, got a buy rate of three hundred and seventeen thousand. Got so, uh, Duck it, duck it. The attendance for this event is roughly thirteen thousand people, which is expected for the Bojangles Coliseum. Uh, and on Heat, which is the new TNN, uh, Theodore Long and Jazz do a promo that I had to uh, write down because it is just hilarious. Heat just goes into this is blatant haterism. And, uh, you're pretty smart for a white girl. Just, you know, like, dude, it's fucking awesome. Very long to go, man. Yeah. Theodore? Um, it's her. Yeah, we're not not calling him Teddy yet. We're still at Theodore. Yeah, it's Theodore. Theodore. He'll correct you on it, too. Uh, (laughs) Damn straight. We get Hurricane versus Steven Richards, uh, on Heat. Hurricane lands a shining wizard for the W. Gerard shouts out the great Muda during that match, which is pretty cool. Under what? three minutes. That match lasted like two minutes fifty seven seconds. Bell and to Bell, they was were an flying. hour long. I want you to think about yeah. that. That one match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Love fucking miserable. Fucking great. Love it. That's why Velocity was better. Um it was one of my favorite opener promos, like y'all said. Um super old school. You got like the the creepy ass children like Nightmare on Elm Street, like fucking you know, Now I lay me down and sleep. <laughs> you know, it all that sick. shit. You get, you get Newsom swinging, uh, uh, Big Show swinging Ray. Uh, you know, just everything swinging. 
Um, I mean, King is definitely excited. Judgment Day is upon us. God have mercy on their souls. Oh, big show swinging around. (laughs) Well, was that that last week that we discussed that at Backlash? So y'all weren't here for it. We fully showed Barry Bonds that that shit. Big Show Barry Bonds that motherfucker, bro. No, dude, it was sick, yeah. Oh, I had an epiphany in the group chat. I was like, wait a minute, is this this match? And Corlin just said, yep. Yeah, damn right it is. That was it. Oh, it was. man. I can't breathe. And uh, we get that cool outro of the uh, opener. It's like the and now. Raw and SmackDown and brings you Judgment Day. You know, yep. super cool shit. I love that voiceover work. Uh, JR. Aaron King welcomed us before sending us to Colin Taz for the SmackDown announced team. And uh, Stone Cold glass shatters and the crowd loses their mind. Oh my God. I think it's a cool Those way nuts. to uh, open a pay-per-view sometimes. Not all the time. You know, I don't particularly want Dynamite or Rampage to open with CM Punk walking down saying nothing and then fucking turning around and going to commentary. I don't really enjoy burning three minutes of fucking primetime television. Um, However, uh, this crowd loses its mind, and I think it's just simply because it's the South. It's North Carolina, and he immediately is just like, I feel like there's some drunken rednecks in the United Some real rednecks in this crowd tonight. (laughs) What? Everyone's pumped. He says he's going to go hang out in redneck heaven. Heaven. Which is the skybox. The press box at Mojangles Coliseum is redneck heaven. (laughs) We should should buy the skybox next time we're in town. We should just get it in the press box. Let's do it. I was do a pod the, uh, from the press box. I was in the skybox in Phoenix for uh, Monday Night Rollins. Yeah, uh, his like gauntlet, and that was one of the coolest. That's why I'm a Seth Rollins mark. Because watching him pull out that shit, I was done after that. Um, in the press box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, cool. He uh. Stone Cold yeah. ends up cracking a beer with Taz, who ends up soaked yeah. from the cheersing of the beers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I yeah. audibly popped at that because the thought I of Taz so having hard, to sit dude. for another three hours in a beer-soaked suit, like a beer-soaked blazer, good shit. That's great. That was like one of the funniest things Stone Cold used to do when he just used to like he does it later too and i literally wrote down i was like why so goddamn aggressive steve like jesus christ he's crazy. Kind of hurt someone's I mean, hand like how many times do you think he's like cracked knuckles like this fucking that shit hurts his hand's fucking calloused from it he doesn't care yeah uh well the opening match it's uh not what you'd expect it goes for just shy of four minutes it's john cena and the FBI, Chuck Palumbo and Stamboli. I got the rap, bro. Uh, oh, no. It's an awful rap. No, no, no. I have, <laughs> I have one line. I would like to read one line from the rap. I would like to read. Let's all hit a line. Let's all hit a line because I got I one like... down too. <laughs> Firstly, let's get this out here. It's John Cena and the FBI, Chuck Palumbo and Johnny Stamboli with Nunzio versus Chris Benoit, Rhino, and Spanky in a six-man tag Brian match. Spanky Kendrick. Oh, man. Pat, what line do you have? He's the whole rap. I have the entire rap. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna, uh, the, I'm gonna go with the ending. Okay. All right. I'll start it off. This is Thugonomics, but tonight I'm baptized, and now I got family ties with the FBI. FBI. 
It's so hard, bro. The toughest shit he said was at the end. The He's I changed no, my well, name. To- he also he fucked up, man. I don't think you should say black eyes on microphone because it sounds like you're saying black eyes no matter how you try to do it. Yeah, and in front of a North Carolina crowd. This man said two for one black guys, and I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, Pat, none of oh. us can laugh at this. This is your joke. I, I this is know. yours. We can't laugh. We're pieces of shit for it. Ethan, what, what line that? do you have, bud? I'm curious. Oh, it was following that one up. Like a mafia movie, we have you cheering the bad guys. <laughs> it's good shit. That's um, good shit. The, the one that I chose to, the one got? that I chose to write down. The rest of the fucking rap doesn't make any like it, it doesn't matter. I changed my name to Corleone like a Godfather oh. flick. Your girl likes Italian sausage because she swallowed my. my. He was awesome, bro. So the only, cool. thing, the only bro. thing that the entire rapper wrote down was like, "Did Cena end every rap with dick?" Always, yeah, some Always, kind of I penis just... innuendo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, there was. There, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys didn't catch this? Bro says, so don't mess with Nunzio, Palumbo, or Stamboli. You'll be sleeping with the fishes, getting stuffed like ravioli. Yeah. <laughs> 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 John Cena. Uh, I would oh, die rough. for John Cena like this again, man. It's good shit. It's good. I just, just want to see uh, camera footage of him sitting down and writing this shit backstage. I think he was winging out. it, dude. I honest to God think he's just a crazy man. You don't think that he's getting fed lines by people in the back as well? Literally, you think he's coming up? You think somebody's feeding him the Corleone line? No way. He's like, how can I make a dick joke? That's how I'm doing it. Like, that's all he cares about. That's it. Yeah, I swear for like the last three pay-per-views we've done, every rap that John Cena has done has ended with the word dick. Every that's single what, time. So penis in you at the end. I'm saying, I, was like, I had to physically write this shit down because I was like, am I losing my mind or is he purposely yeah. saying dick at the end? Do you remember the one he did about Rhino and he's like, he rocks a horn on his head. I rock a horn in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all not remember that one? I wonder if we can find a compilation. God of that. damn it! And then he did, and then he did his hand, and then put it down there in his. Yes, what the fuck is that's going good on? shit. All John oh, Cena man. thugonomic. Oh no! So all some, John Cena raps. Somehow we've y'all, now talked a... about this match longer than it actually went on for, and all we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, is yeah. the fucking out. Cena raps. So. Yeah. Um, uh, Chuck Palumbo so wrestling uh, with a cigar in his mouth is my favorite part of this. Just match. fucking a one shit. <laughs> there's uh, there's high Germans from Benoit to everyone after Spanky gets his ass whooped for the first uh, two minutes and forty seconds of this match. Rhino never tags in, but he does gore when he tries to break in. Spanky tags himself back in after a diving headbutt from Benoit to Palumbo. Spanky attempts slice bread too, but is reversed into the kiss of death. By Chuck and Stamboli, which is a backbreaker leg drop combination, and uh, that's your finish. Three minutes fifty eight seconds. I gave it a star and three quarters. Didn't really get off the ground. Didn't do me a whole lot. Shout out Benoit. 
yeah. Spanky can get beat up, and he had a hell of a shiner. Yeah, he got shot. Yeah, he, he got he got landed. His whole he, face got landed. Yeah. He got his oh, ass yeah. whipped for the entirety of this fucking match. Yeah. This and match took oh, yeah. like forty five minutes. You saw, minutes you, saw, you, saw you saw Rhino come out. You saw Rhino miss a gore, and then you saw him hit a gore, and that was all that Rhino did for the entire goddamn match. <laughs> He just watched this poor son of a bitch get beat up whilst a grown man had a cigar in his mouth. It was sick. Pat, what'd you give it? I gave it two stars. Um, Like two even. Uh, Literally because of the Chuck Palumbo cigar spot where he gives him, he fucking goes to pin him, two count, fucking throws a cigar on him. That shit, I literally like lost it. It was so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So cool, dude. And then, uh, and Chris Benoit came in like a bat out of hell with the German suplexes, man. Like that was the only two things that really drew me about this match. Yep. Casey, what'd you go? I gave it two. We have another episode of uh, weird shit Michael Cole says. Oh my God. He says, I'm a shoelace and I know all about rapping. Taz just goes, a shoelace? <laughs> He's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? The, fuck uh, Michael Cole. Another uh, thing Michael Cole said on the fuck Michael Cole train. Uh, he was he, go, he gets mad at Taz. He's like, uh, what the fuck did he say? I didn't write it down. He's mad at Taz. He's like, he's like I'm, I'm mad at the fact that Stone Cold hands you a beer, you take two sips, and you're out here half drunk. Oh, he fucking, <laughs> yeah. he got mad at him for spilling the beer. He he was like, because yep, he yep, was yep, like, yep. Taz is fucking. You, a beer, you better drink it. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he, was like, he gave fuck? you the beer and you wasted it. You wasted it, and then he's like, because Taz is fucking just out of his fucking mind from the start of this. And so he's just getting yeah. mad at him. He's like, you're fucking hammered, and we barely even started this two-second match. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, it's, oh, just one, it's just one of those ones where, like, this is kind of, like, the beginning of how, like, I had said before we had started, I just feel like, like, this match and a couple of other matches, it was, like, how fast can we get through these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree, because yeah, I'll sure. admit, whenever, whenever I first saw this card, this was honestly one of the matches I was like, dang, if that got Tom, that'd be really fun. And then they ran <laughs> it, and it was fun for what it was. I mean, Kendrick got his ass beat, then Benoit got the hot tag. And it's good, but it's like, damn, you know, it could have been a lot more. Those six guys needed way more time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you go, Ethan? I'm like, I'm a lower it a little bit. I'm two and no, a no, quarter. No, no, no. Here, fucking I soft. was two and a half. But I'm not soft. <laughs> it was three minutes and 50. Whenever y'all read the time to me, I was like, there's no way I'm giving a match that was under four minutes to more than two and a quarter stars. That's I fair. enjoyed it. I went two and a half. I thought it was awesome for what it was. They did mm-hmm. everything that they needed to do with the every second that they had. Yep. I thought it was fucking great. Yeah. Hell yeah, boys. Well, next up, we get Stone Cold. and Getting ready uh, to eat a hot dog with ketchup. Cabin. Yeah, what a fucking... Do you got mustard? Uh, he convinces... <laughs> he convinces... <laughs> He let, he he's like he she puts ketchup on him. And he's just like he got mustard, and then she's like, yeah, yeah and he's like, yeah. that's fucking fine. I'm eating like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's probably super thirsty. I don't know if you guys noticed. Yeah, she's just like she was the like whole time. She's in like, every uh, every segment. She's anything like, uh, you want, Daddy. Yeah. Whoa. What? Uh. Well, yeah. He uh. He convinces Bischoff to eat the hot dog and tells him to wash it down with a beer. 
Eric says he only drinks out of glass. And uh, Austin cheers him out of a red solo cup. And of course, why so goddamn aggressive, Steve? There it is. Because <laughs> he likes Just the party. Red solo cup. Dude. There solo it was. Cup. There's yeah. literally no word. Bischoff <laughs> said that everything was 50 50. <laughs> Yeah, he said everything was fifty fifty, and that's why he gave him the hot dog. Yeah, because this is their yeah. this is the beginning of their co manager on GM, Raw yes. or co GM. I whatever. really wish watching that because I forgot how that like sequence went. I really thought that Stone Cold was gonna like bite half that hot dog and then fucking hand up. He just fucking downs half a hot dog, glizzy down the throat, bro. Glizzy champ, fucking glizzy goblin. <laughs> Oh man! Dude. We get a quick shot of the Carolina Panthers roster. They're shown showing off their uh, yeah. event T-shirts. Anybody know any of those players? Nope. I'm sure Julius Peppers was in there, but I could never point that dude out in a crowd. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, back to uh, Jr. and King. We go for the raw side. Like Mike said, they flash Carolina Panthers and uh, lost his talks. That some of your Saints players know what Julius Peppers looks like. That's, that's kind of crazy that you talk as much as you do. It's pretty crazy that you talk as much as you do. Oh, man, oh, man. Oh, man. So we get Law Resistance versus Test and Scott Steiner. Uh, Law Resistance cuts a promo about America hating the French. Um, saw that coming. Um, yeah, this, you know. is, this is post-9-11 patriotic America that they're cutting a promo. Well, if I, uh, I want to uh, say well, this is this, 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 in y'all, the southeast, like this is fucking. We got is, guns. We love the fucking flag, buddy. Do y'all realize where this all stemmed from? No. Oh, Scott Steiner saying Steiner something. And, oh, Scott Steiner and Chris Nowinski in a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. segment talking about. Uh, I don't even know, but just He's, just the fact that two months later, this was like a month ago, they did this shit, and now it's on pay-per-view, and they're still going. This is just terrible. Scott Sanders said something on the lines of, like, if you don't like it, you can go, he's like, you're like this, he's like, or you're, yeah. or you're French. He's like, I don't know which one's worse. Yeah. And it, <laughs> yeah, it stemmed it. Yeah. from that, but like... Imagine being ooh. French and taking that much insult from a guy like Scott Steiner. Like, just imagine, like, I don't care if Scott Steiner nope. said it, you're still taking the L for being offended by Scott Steiner talk. Wait, we got we, so we've got La Resistance and Test and Scott <laughs> Steiner with Stacy Keebler. Oh, we got We got to mention Stacy, dude, dude, dude. Um, I will say that <laughs> the Scott Steiner and Test music mix it was hard. That shit is hard. It was, that shit, that it was, was pretty hard. I also <laughs> like the fact. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the fact that, like, because it's like they have this tension, and like Stacy's trying to like make it work for them, like storyline wise, and Tess is yeah. like pissed as fuck walking down because it's not actually his music playing. Like the storytelling mm-hmm. given to who this is involving is actually really good. It's just unfortunately yeah, Tess can make and you hate him. Yeah, for real. Test is one of the yeah. best at making you hate him. Like I still hate him as a twenty-six year old man. You know what I mean? But dude, this is you a, hate test. a dead I'm guy. Uh, rip, rip, Andrew. <laughs> You're airing this uh, what, out what on the podcast. Um, do what? You're airing out that you hate a dead man on the podcast. Not just a dead guy. A dead guy that doesn't even know that you existed. 
but Michael Cole, fuck that guy. And like when he dies, I'm still gonna rock it out. So he gives a shit, right? I, I literally anyway, was on during two. Oh, like the first shit. thing I said in the first episode was fuck King Lawler. <laughs> Death on Yeah. I, I take that back now. now. I, I'm a responsible citizen to society. Yeah. That's um, awesome. How long is this fucking atrocity of a match? I love This match that. is six minutes and 20 seconds too long. Dude, AKA six minutes shit, and 20 seconds. Cut this shit in half and give half of that time to that fucking trios match. I, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was great. I went four and a half. No, of course. Okay, well, this uh, is the last time like, Mike's I on this podcast. Even, I didn't even put stars beside I'm it. I fucking it. kidding, <laughs> y'all. You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I got a groundbreaking rating for you. 41 and a half. You know why? <laughs> you know Tokyo why? Dome. Yo, yo, I know Jim exactly Ross. why. <laughs> Jim Ross. Jim Ross. 41 and a half inches long, I've heard. Let's cover this real quick. I will say, horny, horny JR is the weirdest fucking thing I have to do. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Buddy. Test and Scott Steiner have really bad chemistry throughout this. Awful. Stacey's acting as the glue, holding them together. There's a really weird sequence where Test and La Resistance seem to be on different pages. Um, and it was like going for a big boot. He eats a big boot and then just still beats the shit out of him. Pump handle slam. Like it's just a weird segment or like a uh, situation. Yeah, it feels there. like you're like playing like an early SmackDown game. Like no matter the finisher you lay, he just stands right the fuck back. Yeah. Up. yeah. Like, fucking sell me something. Yeah. There's yeah. a part. Uh, there's a part in that. Sylvain Garnier ducks a uh, test big boot, which inadvertently takes big Papa pump out. Uh, the French do a capitalize and take out Test, then hit a flatjack on Steiner for the pinfall victory. I will go the first because flatjack. It's a double A spinebuster. That was the thing is that it wasn't a flapjack. It's not. It's and like was, up and down. And I also was yeah, just it's like up and then to your back. The flapjack is to your face. Your yeah. tummy. It's I'm also flapjack. just like it's the most. I was like that was the finish. Like that was, yeah. that was their finisher? finisher. I was, that was, like, that was, finisher. I was like, that was the most unimpressive. That's what they ran with. They won tag gold for that shit, dude. Um, yeah. I went two stars on it because I just thought it was fucking comical. I enjoyed it. I told y'all, motherfuckers. Um, so here's yeah. a little pieces. I'll give it. I give it two stars as well. And here's why: because Scott understand. Steiner, the camera zooms in on him as he clearly tells a fan to fuck off. <laughs> 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 It's fucking awesome. I was like, God, this guy, like, he's a giant. <laughs> um, and then uh, where he uh, catches Stacy is a funny spot. And then um, the storytelling of him taking the spot, taking the finish, Stacy trying to check on him, Tess coming up, pulling her, her turning around, doing it again, and him yeah. grabbing her a second time and pulling her. You know it's going to continue. Um, left Freakzilla in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, just leave him in the ring. And it told the story that it needed to to get it to this next spot. I could have gone with giving, like Ethan said, three minutes of this to the first match. Sure. And let this be a three-minute squash match. Because Law Resistance, it would look fucking great on them at the time to kill both of them in no time. But it doesn't really hurt them that much because Stacy is a distraction. Yeah. They're... Uh, their yep. problems with each other is a distraction. Yeah. You Hammer can do, home, Cortland. Hammer dude, home. You can do anything you fucking want with this in like 
three minutes flat. Yeah. And it would have told the same exact story. And they Ethan told is this popping story at the seams. They've Ethan told this was... story over and over. I'm popping at the seams. Because yeah, here's the deal. Because you're watching I missed... the SmackDown. Yes, I missed Backlash <laughs> last week. Right? I missed last week. So I'm still on the lights. We're on SmackDown right before Backlash. This story hasn't progressed any. They're in the same spot they were a fucking month ago. Why is this on a goddamn pay-per-view? A star and a quarter. And that's generous. Fuck these motherfuckers. Pat? Yo, Ethan, Ethan, I love you, bro. I miss you so much. I love, I love you, buddy. Uh huh. This is fucked. Right. I, I do uh, like okay. Renee I gave it, it one and three quarters, a star and three quarters. Um, I didn't feel like I was watching a match. I kind of felt like I was just watching all this happen. A simulation. <laughs> it's just some random shit going yeah, on. I, in front I, honestly, of I honestly think Cortland's like description of it being just like a random like raw versus smackdown video game is probably the best like a video game (laughs) there's a a, a, random on the choose tornado tag team and that was it yeah i got i got a couple notes um there was a part where like i thought like these motherfuckers about to actually start fighting for real uh fucking la resistance hit a hit an irish whip on test they bend over to a backdrop. Test stops. Kicks Sylvan Grenier directly in the fucking eye. Toe <laughs> to the eye. Sylvan oh. pops up, bounces off the ropes, turns around, and just hooks Test. Like, fucking bing, just like, <laughs> fucking bings this shit. Then Scott Steiner walks up behind Sylvan Grenier and literally picks him up and drops him on his head and walks away. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> damn. If I'd have noticed this, I might have gave it half a star more. <laughs> like, that, that shit was crazy. I noticed that shit. Something then, compelling um, about these motherfuckers. Other than that, I mean, my other note, my other note is Nick Patrick is easily the worst referee ever. <laughs> that was my Nick Patrick. No way. I this whole thing. <laughs> It was, it was everything happened. It was so noticeably bad that even Jr. was like, "What the fuck is is Nick Patrick doing?" He was like, "It was so bad that the commentators literally were like, I don't even know what the fuck the ref is doing in this." It was that bad. Also, this was as they mentioned it, La Resistance's pay per view debut. Oh yeah. So we so should have squashed them, motherfuckers. I mean, I. Just, uh, mm-hmm. It was not good. It was not good. It gets a star and a half. It, Hell yeah! But I just feel like you could have reversed the first three matches. Like, why not put Scott Steiner and Test in the FBI and John Cena match and put Benoit and Rhino the in the match with Law Resistance? Like, sure. why couldn't you hey. make that a possibility? You know, either, like, either mix it easily. Yeah, either mix Like, the, I know that it's Raw and SmackDown. I know it's, like, dual-branded. But, like, when you look at this, like, why wouldn't you think that those those matches are the better option? Yeah, and, like, and my for, thing is this. Law Resistance. Is that how you say it? Resistance? Resistance. Yeah, resistance. Whatever. Resistance. Fuck, resistance, whatever. I don't know how to read this bullshit with all these hypocrisies and shit. Anyway, <laughs> here's the thing. Here. Here's this right here. You all right, Michael John? If this was a squash, you could have had a seven or eight minute 
motherfucking spot fest. What is everybody laughing at me for, man? Y'all, y'all listen to It's the fucking resistance. It's just the goddamn resistance. I don't know. They, they put these apostrophes on words and shit. I don't read that shit. I look at letters. I gotta mute that guy. So anyway, my point is, you could have laid out this card so much better. Give a, give that trios match three or four more minutes, seven That's or eight minutes. Stupid. I got <laughs> you. Run its course. Let this yeah. squash, let squash, let this squash be the cooldown match. We could have done this so much better. Instead, we start with two fucking duds. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, oh. Did everybody give their uh, ratings? Yep. Yes. Yep. yep. Uh -huh. Great. Um, then we get Mr. America uh, showing backstage, uh. shaking hands, saying hello to people. The Hurricane, hey, Mr. America. Hey. They have they have a good comedy spot in the back. That's all oh, I'm going to say about it. Look, I'm going to come out Pat. Of <laughs> Pat, you're going to waste time on this fucking segment, Pat. What's up with that? You're going <laughs> to fucking waste time on this. See, this I didn't was, know who Mr. America was. Pat. Because I thought I thought it was Hulk Hogan, but why would the first thing Hulk Hogan do when he walked in a the building be to shake a black dude's hand. All right, Pat, we need to move on. <laughs> we need to move on. Pat, you're gonna get us in trouble. Pat, Pat we gotta get the fuck out of here, Pat. <laughs> oh man, oh man. I think you broke Casey. <laughs> that man look like he went underwater, bro. You know oh fuck, I was passed out again. <laughs> 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 All right, we get we get uh, we get Josh Matthews interviewing at a team angle says, "Dude, I feel like he's been clowned. This is like the first time I've seen him taken seriously. Thank God Eddie Guerrero is around." Um, team yeah. Team Angle essentially said that Eddie Guerrero can either accept a handicap match or forfeit their match tonight. Eddie says that he forgot option C, and that was for Eddie Guerrero to find a replacement partner for Chavo. He will be teaming with Tajiri. Tajiri son. Mm -hmm. Oh, song, I, yeah. I, I said it I said it in <laughs> like in the Royal mind. Rumble podcast. Um Tajiri fucking rules in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, he does, yeah. man. Mm -hmm. Kills it. Yeah. I would never he want to get kicked by him. No. He's a buzzsaw, the, buddy. The Japanese, the Japanese buzzsaw. buzzsaw. I'm just like I'm just like there's like certain things Literally. where you're like, that kind of seems like a work, or like maybe that won't hurt as bad. Like there's like unquestionably a kick from that motherfucker must suck so goddamn bad. Yeah. I just but think about I just think about all the times like I've heard that Tajiri speaks perfect English, but he never spoke it. Like he oh, would always tell people he doesn't greatest. speak English. It's my I favorite thing. It's fucking great. It's good shit. There's like this there's like the story where like he was traveling like he used to be traveling buddies with John Cena and like he would only ever say fucking like Burger King. And everything else would be in Japanese, but he'd always want to stop at a Burger King. And, like, John Cena, like, snapped one day, and, like, he just ended up speaking perfect fucking English to him, and he was just like, this whole fucking time? <laughs> like... <laughs> well, let's get into the next match, bud. All right, man. Well, this is the ladder match for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Uh, Chavo was gone, dealing with biceps uh, injuries. Um but it's Team Angle versus Eddie Guerrero and Tajiri, like you said. The champs are out first, which uh, Casey and I fucking hate. Um, this, I will say this is an exception because it's a ladder match. You gotta put the belts oh, up. That, that, if, the that belts are, the if it's a ladder match and the belts are already up, that's the only time I'm okay with it because it doesn't matter. 
But like, if belts are present, you go last. That's how this works. Fair enough. Um, I already lost my place. Uh, Tajiri worked early, but uh, Team Angle got the better of him and uh, pulls him out. Pulls out the first ladder. Tajiri overshoots a dive. Eddie falls and Shelton sidesteps, which I thought was a really cool spot. Um, there's a double drop kick. Uh, from Eddie and Tajiri to Haas's groin using both ends of the ladder. Um, cool spot. It's a really cool spot. Another ladder was brought in and Haas is sandwiched as Eddie does his signature slingshot helo, which is a really cool spot. I really enjoyed Tajiri selling Eddie's pain in this spot. Um, like he had the momentum. There's two like, ladders in the ring. He could easily grab one, start climbing, but instead he, he's selling checking on his partner yeah. uh, then you get That's eddie cool. like pointing up being like go 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 and he's like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go are you okay and it's it's a really cool like touch that he didn't have to do and i'm sure wasn't even spoken about but you love to see it um shelton stops jerry from climbing this ladder after like a minute of him trying uh eddie drop kicks shelton off of the ladder and uh, Eddie sets the ladder up in the corner, but Shelton reverses an Irish whip and power bobs him in the cornered ladder, which looked mm. awful. That just that just hurts. Um, to Jerry Sharks for spot of the working. night. Do what? Not the worst spot of the night, though. No, definitely not. Uh, to Jerry shines for a bit, working uh, team angle, but catches a ladder to the back while holding Haas in a tarantula. Uh, which I thought was a really cool spot. Eddie getting worked. Yeah, he got fucking smacked in the back of the head. Uh, Eddie getting worked. Um, and uh, he's selling the fact that uh, Team Angle's not mat-based wrestlers, which I really like as well. Like, them not really knowing what to do with the ladder match, um, especially Charlie Haas. I mean, we see what Shelton Benjamin has done at Money in the Banks and stuff later on. Um, yeah, that man fully yeah. transcended his career. Goddamn right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, they still slow Eddie down, but Eddie gets the upper hand, elbowing Shelton off the ladder. He lands a frog splash. There's huge Eddie chance in the room. Go figure. This is a super Eddie spot kind of a match. Uh, Eddie starts to climb again. Charlie's close behind, but Tajiri climbs up the other side, and he missed Charlie between the rungs of the ladder to the other side. And there you have it. Eddie Guerrero and Tajiri are your WWE Tag Team Champions. And it's a huge surprise. Um, this is match of the night yeah. um, for sure. This is my long man. shot. Long shot, dude. Um, I think it did a really good story. I think it was a huge surprise for Charlotte and everyone. Like, no one expected the first time tag team to be in a ladder in match at a pay-per-view in such a huge spot with that much time, and they come away with it. Um, yep. It's really cool. Uh, I gave this match four stars. Ooh, wee. You like yeah. that? Okay. Um, Eddie yeah, Guerrero was saying three and three quarters, and I'm like, well, why the fuck isn't it good enough for four? Because they beat their fucking bodies up, and I feel like this ladder match is super slept on when it comes to Ruled. tag team ladder matches. Oh, yeah. yeah. Eddie Guerrero lost his goddamn mind in this match. Mm-hmm. Yes. This man was like, fuck it, I'm just going to try to kill myself in here. It's going to be so sick. The sunset um, power bomb from the top was of the ladder. I thought he killed Charlie Haas. 
Charlie's head yeah. just like cracks off the canvas, and you just see his eyes get glossy. I was like, oh, he he definitely hurt that motherfucker. Like that sucks. Um, the frogs splash off the ladder. The uh, Hilo off like you know from the ropes into like the sandwich of Charlie Haas. Um, the sunset power bomb. Uh, dude, Team Angle fucking rule. They're crushing it at this time. Uh, best match on the card. Hats off to all four guys. Uh, three and a half. Oh, I heard Cortland's feelings. Cortland looked at Pat like this motherfucker just said three and a half. No, nah, because I, I mean, yeah, there you go. go ahead, Pat. Uh, I get four stars. Uh, I fucking love this Six. match. Dude. It was awesome. Um, I it's it's funny, dude. I went to take a lot of notes for this match because I was just like, I'm gonna fucking sit here. I'm a fucking write so many notes. Didn't get anything because I was just sitting there glued. To the so focused. TV. Yeah, like so glued to the match. Um. What was I going to say? I watched it twice, not like the second time I had to pause it. Like every spot I felt like I had to write down. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I can't fuck. I will say, uh, I like the fact that, uh, I actually loved the fact that you could tell watching this match that, uh, Eddie Guerrero was the only person with ladder match experience. Yeah. And like, I felt like it told the fucking story, like that throughout the match, you like watch these motherfuckers essentially look like they were improvising. Like, all right, this is what we're going to do now. I don't really know what to do next, but we're going to fucking do this. And I felt like that made the match that much more better for me. Like, I just felt like it was, it was cool. It was just, a, it was cool to watch people advance their careers. Like, really. Or Charlie Haas was fucking lost at points in this yeah. match. Man. <laughs> he, like, looked at, I like, Shelton told him something, yeah. and then he looked at the ladder and looked at him. <laughs> and he was like, that one. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He came with it. He, he had to do this like three times. Yeah. Um, he, he was like, fucking. So, <laughs> so, like, collectively, it's a really good match. I yeah. will say yeah. that, like, it is impressive that they put on such a good match with there being very little to no experience. Yeah. I do think it's, like, a slight like point of like complaint to where it is like it is a little rough at times there are some really innovative spots throughout though that like they didn't really i don't think there was a single like spot that they did involving ladders that that really were ever duplicated prior yeah. to it minus the fact that when uh eddie shoves um hoss to the outside of the ring like that's like the only spot that's like ever been really been like redone. Which yeah. when he falls to the outside of the ring and it cuts back to hard camera, you can hear someone in the crowd go "ow." <laughs> it's <laughs> I had to rewind it because it made me laugh too hard. I was like, <laughs> "That <laughs> fall was fucking it's bad." Fucking though. gnarly. Um, that fall is like, oh shit! Grabs yeah. the rope, doesn't really catch him, hits the ground, and you kind of see him just go like. I, Fuck, think was, like, I think it was one of those spots where he didn't realize how a how far down of a of a fall that was and how far out it was because he was like, "Oh yeah. Jesus, we fucked up." <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is gonna hurt. Uh, Where'd you go, Casey? I gave it three and a half. I will say that the the Tajiri uh, plancha botch was scary because that motherfucker yeah, yeah. didn't even yeah. he hit the apron like right on his head. Yeah. <laughs> Right on his head. <laughs> uh, well. Very yeah, I, Shelton's supposed to sidestep, but like Tajiri still almost fucking hit him because yeah. he was off and he was like, Jesus. Ethan? They recovered well from that spot, though. Yeah. yeah. But but anyway, as far as there's the a few people together, that can get up from something like that. 
as far as the whole match goes, I thought it was really good because it you can tell they were all inexperienced, but to me that was the story, and I like that they kept up with it throughout the match. It wasn't just like, oh, it's a ladder match, let's do some stuff, you know, like it was like, okay, Haas and Benjamin are wrestlers, they're not supposed to be in this, and the whole match always came back to all right, Haas and Benjamin used the ladders, you know, they found a way to use them. Now them climbing them is a whole other story. They sit there and fuck with it too long and then they get their ass mm-hmm. beat, you know what I mean? And then they find a way to hit another spot using the shits and then they fuck up. Like I remember at one point they were trying to set something up and then Eddie just fucking monkey flips Benjamin yeah. into yeah. Haas while Haas is trying to hold the ladder. Just really good. I went three and a half. You know, it might seem low, but I, I mean, I still thought it was fucking great. You know, it just, I love that it didn't just seem like they were doing shit that didn't have nothing to do with trying to win the match. Because some ladder matches that I've rated higher, I admit, are just, all right, let's set this next spot up, let's set this next spot up. This whole thing flowed extremely well. You know, whether they were inexperienced in a ladder match or not, you know, you can tell they know how to lay a fucking match out. I mean, they kept the story start to finish a really good three and a half. I, I think the part that I had a problem with because I wrote it down was like, if the, if like, Taz and Cole didn't constantly harp on the fact that they were inexperienced. I think it might have like it might have done it like mentally for me it might have done better. But like every couple of seconds it was just like they don't they don't know how to do this and it was like I fucking can tell. Like like collectively they did they did really well, but it's like I think them constantly just being like they're yeah. fucking terrible. By the like, way, by the way, by the way, yeah, yeah it's just like, constant oh, yeah, harping. I'm like, if you just would have like yeah. left it alone, yeah. it probably would have. They step on their like... own feet. Mm-hmm. They step over their own yeah. feet too much. You know, you know, Vince was in that headset, fucking going at their ass to oh, say yeah. the same shit. <laughs> you think they uh, hit a fan in the beginning of the match when that ladder fell? Oh, yeah, over? For sure, that when that ladder fell, had to have right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that show was scary. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a really good match. Uh, go out of your way to see it. It is one of those matches that I'll say, like, look it up. Don't you don't yeah. have to watch this whole pay per view. But um, that's the banger on this one. That is. Please the don't one watch this whole pay per view. We reached the top of the hill. Now we're gonna start falling down. I want Ethan <laughs> to take this next yeah. segment. Let Ethan take this next segment. Which Which one is it? It's, it's the Stone Cold uh, Air Redneck Heaven. Okay. Oh, man. So here's the best part of this whole thing. You got Austin and Bischoff up in the skybox. He's feeding him beers. He's feeding him hot dogs. He's feeding him burgers, feeding him chicken wings. A bloated, distressed, overwhelmed Eric Bischoff says, how much more do I have to eat? (laughs) That right there alone. Amazing. Um. But then Austin gets the mic talking about shout out. The last match was badass. And he tries to get everyone to coax Bischoff into sipping beer out of the can instead of the cup and all that shit. So he's going to show they also say, like, as it goes into this segment, he says something about, like, oh, we need to get Eddie. Yeah. yeah or something like that. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. 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 he's like, that's really cool. He was like, that's like, that match was badass. And he's like, he's like, I love them. And then Bischoff's like, He's like, why don't you call Eddie? He's like, I've been calling him, but he won't. He won't pick up my phone. Like any of my phone calls. Like they're like, we should get mm-hmm. him on Raw. That's good shit. Um, when Eric Bischoff takes a sip of the beer, you, you like he sips it. Take he's like, do it again. As he sips it, you hear like a prepubescent kid in the crowd go, "Pussy!" Like. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy! 
<laughs> it was good shit, man. It was good. <laughs> oh, we, had a Chris, we had a Chris Jericho backstage interview. Uh, he says his chance is walking out as the Intercontinental. Roddy Piper interrupts and Jericho cooks his ass for a minute. They go back and forth. It was something. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. a doozy. It happened. And we move it on. Happened. Then we get a uh, little like Intercontinental Championship throughout oh, the years. And this I is just where want... I'm going to get fired up. Just so y'all know. Probably. Sorry, I just want to put this in right now. Uh, they're going through the whole thing. And even though he's not with the company anymore, we still get drugged up Jeff fucking Hardy in this segment. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Jesus. Well, uh, Howard Finkel announces the first ever Intercontinental Champion to the ring. And that is the Hall of Famer, Pat Patterson. Um, Patty boy. Yeah, JR says something when he comes out there that Honky Tonk Man is the best Intercontinental Champion because he held it for 14 months. And King says, JR, he's a drunk. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, I got a correction. Cause you told me you told me this the other day, uh-huh. and I watched it today. That's not what he says. Oh, is it worse than that? He says it's not what he says. He says. You've been hanging out with Steve Austin. You must be drunk. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Like right after he said, because he says that Honky Tonk Man is the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. That's wow, a ballsy, a ballsy statement for sure. Uh, Hon- Honky Tonk Man also rigged all of his uh, giveaways at conventions and had his son win them all. Uh, no, yeah, he got in trouble for that a while ago. <laughs> That's good shit. Honky talk, man. It's kind of a anything, piece of shit. Anything, <laughs> anything to make the $20 on an 8 by 10 brother. <laughs> Worthless fuck. God. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, Venus. We, yeah, oh, we, we don't get oh Chief. We don't, we, can't, we don't get Chief Morley anymore because he got oh, fired. Man. We get back to Val Val Venus. Venus. Oh, and they show all them horny ladies in the crowd getting a ride like, out of this Mid-40s, just like, yeah, my... My husband don't fuck me no more. Hell yeah! <laughs> they zoom in on one. Out of their they zoom in on one, and it was like the the female equivalent of Vince being like, "It's good shit." Oh, <laughs> she's, she's like, "Yes." Then have, there's always their like sunburnt fucking tan lines from their sunglasses husband behind them, like. What's <laughs> happening? Look at me! You know what's happening? They're like pointing uh, at her. So we. And they always have on tank tops. So I'm just we gonna I'm gonna run through them really fast. But we've got yeah. we've got Landstorm, Kane, Test, hey, RVD, Goldust, Jericho, Christian, Booker T, and then good old Chief Morley. Is Essentially, all we here. got the whole Raw Tag Team Division from 2003 thrown Basically. into this battle royal. We got yeah. Test on double that, duty tonight. Because that was necessary to have tests on this twice. Yeah, we just had to have more tests. Getting oh. mad about Stacy's 41 inches. We just wanted to hear 41 more. and a half, bloody. 41 and a half. Oh, the, right, North, the, half. the North Carolina testicles needed to be heard. The testicles. Oh, Fuck off. God. I'm sick of this podcast. Now, this match. <laughs> now. Don't. Collectively, we're all just going to agree with my the first thing I wrote on this was, holy shit, King, we get it. You're racist. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 
Jerry Lawler yeah. is so blatantly racist. I cannot no, wait to Jerry get all these pay per views so I don't have to hear it anymore. Like, I think I think the never mind. Let's yeah, just keep going. It, no, go ahead, bud. No, the booking of this is borderline racist. They've been fucking Booker T. When is he going to get his damn due, bro? What uh, you can't even give this man king. this? Oh, bro, for I, three three I fucking fully... years after he's the hottest actor. Yeah, he didn't even he didn't get Fuck a title until. Shit. 05, 06, Dude, like this that, is, right? I'm just going to go off on this tangent now, right? No hate towards Christian, right? But you, you can't tell me there's any reasoning behind them not giving Booker his moment this many fucking times. There was no payoff yeah. to any of this. So why do it? The, the only, get your heat, brother. Get your heat. The, get only your fucking way, the only way I think it would ma- it would have made sense, because obviously we, we know going in like now that like he still doesn't get it for years, but the only way it would have it made sense is that you have Booker win it, get screwed over by Christian, he wins it, and then the next pay-per-view, you have Booker go over. Because you have like a clear heel going into it, but no, we get, we get fucking blue balled for like three and a half years. Oh yeah, it's casual. King somehow managed to say some of the most just profoundly racist shit that oh, yeah. I've ever heard in my entire life. There's just no. There's he just said, no defending this shit. No, it's bad. Um, what the fuck did he say about his hair? He said, like, I remember it. He goes, <laughs> he, I, he, goes he goes, look at his hair. I'm not sure if it's his hair or if a porcupine crawled up onto his head and died. I don't have that written down. It's seared into my brain because I went, how the fuck is he? St-? Like, how did he not get fired? Dude, like, immediately point, after there's point, this. There's a point in this where uh, JR starts getting pissed off. Yeah. And King. Starts, and he just like ignores him. No, no, no. There's a for point a where he does. He for ignores like, him for like a minute, minute. And then King starts to notice JR getting mad. And he starts to specifically notice that JR thinks he's racist. <laughs> so King says, So King says, you know, Christian is the rock, because that's the only black person that the king knows is the fucking rock. He says, yeah. you know, Christian is the rock is one of the rock's favorite, favorite wrestlers. Wrestler. And yeah. JR goes, JR goes, oh my God, The Rock, The Rock. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, 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 gets, it is so, it's yeah. it's like funny on the aspect of you're just like, yes, JR, like mm-hmm. lose your fucking mind on this. But it's just like, what the fuck, dude? Because he says it like three yeah. times and JR is just basically like a second away like, I don't give a fuck, shut yeah. up. <laughs> also, just, also the finish of this is... You have yeah, the ref get unconscious. Oh my god! Booker uh, throws Christian oh over the top god. rope. The ref is unconscious. Booker T's music plays. Plays. Music not, like, plays. not like for like a second. It plays for like a solid thirty seconds. It is like you Booker T celebrating. Christian attacks him. Throws him over and at the, that point in time the ref is like oh i saw it rings the bell christian wins and i'm like how the fuck like That's crazy the, like minus, what did this do for anyone minus everything in this match because Cortland's brought Let it up black before. people know that they would never get ahead and watch jesus That's what it did. oh my god <laughs> like, like so just There's like the, taking everything away and just 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 the finish part is a, is something that like Cortland's brought up before to where it's like 
we're all aware that this shit's, you know, it's a work. Don't fucking say it. But, like, this right here was so blatantly bad that it's, like, it takes you so far removed from, like, any disbelief where you're like, how right. the fuck did you not hear can you dig it, sucker, with the Y and then all this music? Yeah. <laughs> to not be like, what's and, happening? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you like, conveniently bro, wake up two seconds later. Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, it was like. And to me, this <sighs> is what makes you lose viewers. Like, and not the horse yeah. on the Booker T thing, but dude, they had him in. They put him with gold dust. People fucking loved it. They put him against Triple H. People fucking loved it. They put him in this. He wins. People fucking love it. Oh, let's take it away because someone's going to benefit from this somehow. No, it's not going to benefit. You just want to fuck with Booker T all over again. I'm not even a huge Booker T fan. It's just blatantly fucking obvious. This whole year was fucking with yeah. Booker T for no goddamn reason and letting Jerry Lawler say racist shit every goddamn night on the thing. I might be wrong, right. but is this... Isn't this his punishment for like a altercation he got into in the locker room? Like during the invasion time, like they like punished him for like fucking years. Two years well, he, later, he ended up because didn't he, when he like debuted, he didn't he accidentally break? Uh, he accidentally broke Stone Cold's hand. Yeah, and that's, that's where we got all the really funny segments with him and Kurt when they first started coming yeah. over is because he broke his hand on the table spot. But it's like, if this is that punishment or anything, like nothing, there's not that. a goddamn thing like, that he deserves this kind like of punishment Bradshaw, for. Maybe. Or maybe I know I'm Booker and somebody else, but like, I Booker know that and, someone has do what? Booker and Batista got into a brawl a couple years later backstage. Uh, is sure. that what you're thinking of? And that might be what I'm thinking of. Because whatever Booker, Booker T got into some altercation, it, like, actually caused him to, like, get his plans changed for them. And he, they punished the fuck out of him for it. Yeah, I bet they did. Racist-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> but Booker T will defend him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, like, the other part. Breath, he will defend you, know, you, can get, you can get fucking, you can have a dude fucking show his dick and fucking force the chicken in a goddamn plane. But he's a fucking 16-time world champion. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. What's, exactly. And like, and like, to, exactly. to Ethan's point, it's a fucking it's, legend in opinion of what a man should be. But <laughs> to, to to your comment, Ethan, about it, it is really funny that it's like this is pay per view after pay per view after pay per view of this shit, mm-hmm. and yet oh, yeah. to this day, the person that lived through that that I'm yeah. I'm only going to assume is embarrassed to ever rewatch any of this. Is yeah. like hands down the most aggressive fucking WWE mm-hmm. supporter right now. I don't, I don't get it. I don't <laughs> it makes get it. no sense. I do not get it. You listen to Booker T. Matt, first off, anything to do with Booker T. or Bully Ray, those opinions are immediately disregarded. God. Those motherfuckers are out of their goddamn mind. They're lost in the past. And Booker T. Just, lo- I'm like, dude, this company treated you like dog shit, dude. You were great. Literally. You know, you were doing fucking phenomenal stuff, and they treated you like dog shit. And now there's another option for people, and you find everything you can do to find something wrong with it. We're Shit jumping off it. subject here. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. Moving forward, um, we had uh, – what did everybody go on that match just out of curiosity, that battle royal? Uh, I'll go ahead and jump <sighs> in first. I thought, the, I thought the match was good outside of the finish. It was a lot of fun. I did two and three quarters because I thought it was good until the finish. Portland. Damn, I gave it two flats. 
Casey. Because I hate the finish so much. But Booker T really fucking wrestled his yeah. ass off in this match. And Goldust yeah, did exactly. too. Shout yeah. out Goldust. Casey. Yep. I gave it two and a half. Cause yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to pick the the gold out of the dog shit here. But like Oh yeah. Pat. I gave it one and three quarters. There it is. Uh, I went two and a quarter. Um We're all in the same range. We get Sable and Tori Wilson just talking in the back about baby oil and stuff, and then it shoots to Taz being horny. We get Um, a tale of the fucking tape for a bikini contest. A tale of the tape. And it's not it's not height, weight, reach. No, no, no. No, no, no. We get measurements instead. What the fuck? And Taz says Oh, they're pretty similar. Like, fucking, why? So then we get another Stone Cold. I'm not even talking about it. I'm not. Yeah, I, I literally just have horny 2003 segment. Tori kisses Sable. Let's move on. Horny 2003 segment. Why does look like ballet? I skipped watching it. As soon as You're, I got to the tail of the tape, I skipped past it. I just went yeah, straight to the next Stone Cold Eric Bischoff <laughs> set. <laughs> I just got like this is so they did just, a fucking video package. They did. So just stopping at this point, this is what I'm talking about when it comes to that that six man tag at the beginning. Why? Why did that get three minutes? And we and dealt with like all of 10. this dog this with, with the backstage segment, the video fucking package, and this. It got more time than like the first two matches combined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> my god okay uh so essentially uh sable goes first and then tori goes second and then the crowd's about even pops and then tori says she's not done and then she takes off her top bikini to reveal another thin smaller one and then the crowd cheers big taz just oh, yeah. the immediate winner and then she says something along the lines of like i don't want to uh, I don't want Sable to be a sore loser. She kisses Sable and then she leaves the ring. Little, little. We know the acronym, and we ain't gonna say it. And next up, we get something that's I don't know if it's yeah, that's it's true. more offensive, more offensive. That should look like GTA strippers. Uh, oh, actually, not next step. I know. Uh, I get another second. We get a breather. Ethan, before. do you want to dive in? Do you want to dive in on these uh, hot pickles? In Redneck Heaven. What happened next? I Eric Bischoff a... looks loaded, man. He looked <laughs> fucking loaded, dude. He looked so bloated. Like, this man was about to fucking explode out of his seat. <laughs> I literally have Eric Bischoff looks loaded, man. He's gotta. He's gotta. He's gotta puke. He's gotta puke. <laughs> Jalapenos to jalapeno juice to beer. What a shitty yeah. combo. <laughs> Let's move the fuck on. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, uh, John O'Hare in the back. Fuck. Yeah, so yeah. then we, we get Vince, Piper, and O'Hare talking about how Vince wants them to destroy Ugh. Mr. America so he can pull off the mask and once and for all show everyone that it's, it's Hulk Hogan. This shit just yeah, keeps falling him, uh, further and further. He told him uh, that he said, "Roddy Piper, you have to do it because it takes a cold-blooded 
bastard. Cal- calculated bastard, bastard to do something like this. And then he said that uh, he'd do it for ruthless aggression or some shit. And like, uh, you're the uh, originator of ruthless aggression. Yeah. you in advance. Like, this, these things are good. <laughs> I forgot about Zach Gowan at this time. I literally have, oh, this is the Zach Gowan era. Uh, <laughs> We get a. Are you talking about Tenacious Z? We get a promo package of the shenanigans that is Mister America, and no, it's not even a promo package. It's a flashback to SmackDown. Is it this flashback? Okay. On the middle of a pay per view, gave it. I mean, they didn't even give it five minutes actually, but like the entrances alone are longer than the fucking match, but like. The literally the package is just Friday or Thursday night SmackDown, whatever they're doing Thursday, right? At this time, I think it's Thursday, and then yeah, you get uh, Hulk getting beat down, Mister America getting beat down by uh, Piper, and doesn't exist here. I fixed it. Piper and O'Hare beating him down, and fucking Zach Gowan hops over the barricade with the American flag and tries to help. And this is when we all find out that he's missing a leg. Because Sean O'Hare ripped it off his pants. Mm. I forgot about this. I <laughs> I cannot believe that this really aired. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remembered all the things that happened after this. <laughs> and then I got sad again. This is a shit show. Well, luckily, that jumps to SmackDown. We don't do SmackDown. <laughs> I know. So, Although, Brock versus Zach Gowan is tempting to cover, but... <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna give you guys a rundown on this fucking match that I... Run it, run it, run it. Sean run O'Hare it. versus America. Ah, fuck. This is so silly, even in 2003. Also, we get Zach Gowan at ringside. King. Anyway, Hogan, or Mr. America... Beats the odds and picks up the win over Piper. He celebrates with Zach Allen in the ring. I went one half star. Just a half star? One singular half. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah, like if you took a pizza and you cut it directly in half, imagine that being a star for this wrestling match. That's what I went. Mm-hmm. Me too. Fine. My rating is, that... do I have to? <laughs> you done me on, buddy. Dude, yeah. Did you write this? <laughs> or did you write a lot for this? No, I didn't. Okay, I This is this is also. I didn't even give it a rating. I wrote this shit is corny as fuck. This is <laughs> also a moment... the part where I was like, "This is a fucking fever dream of a pay per view." Yeah, because like everything to this, it's like ladder match is great, and then in between ladder match and the next match, I'm like, "This is just an acid dream of nonsense that's happened." <laughs> Yeah, I just there's a moment where why? Piper's in the corner and Mister America goes over to the corner and fucking pulls his mask up to bite fucking Piper. Yeah, where it's obviously him, and the camera catches it, and then you got commentary being like, "Oh, did you see? Him? Did you see him? Did you see him?" Like, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck? I just, just want to remind everyone. Just because grown adults came up with this. I don't. Grown I adults. don't remember if we get it <laughs> on. A, I don't remember if we get this on a big four. 
like a later on. But I do want to just make note that this goes on for so long that they do a segment on SmackDown where Mr. America takes a polygraph test. Oh, yes, he does. Fla- That's what I, 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 I Okay, so just a, I, it's, I it's a fucking. I had to leave. Pat had to go. This is, a, this is a tangent that I didn't want to get yeah. on, but like during this time, I didn't really get to watch Raw a whole lot, so I was pro SmackDown all the fucking way. And I will say, I vividly remember what they were just like. Is Hulk Hogan your real name? He's like, no. They're like, are you Hulk Hogan? No. And they like, asked him like seven times. No. And then the polygraph guy's like, he's telling the truth. And like Vince McMahon yeah. almost shits his pants. He is like, it is the most ridiculous shit I've ever fucking seen. And then they make Vince McMahon sit down and take the polygraph. And then it's saying, it's bad, dude. It's I just, really I was like, because it's this like happened, asking him if he's a homosexual, and he says no, and then it's like you're a liar. Oh. <laughs> dude, I like, bad. I had forgotten <laughs> about this until we saw Mister America, and I was like, this is fu-. it like unlocked a memory it didn't want to have unlocked. But yeah, yeah thank no, Christ we're good. doing only smack. We're only doing raw pay per views besides Big Four going forward for this. All right, so I essentially, what happens is that uh, Vince McMahon is at Zach. Gowan's out there. Um, uh, Piper looks awful, and um, this looks like a match right out of 1980. There's no <laughs> offense other than punches. Uh, I think there might have been a, a big boot and a leg drop in there. Um, this shows how much they were protecting both of them. Yeah. Neither of them should have been in the ring. You oh. know? Um, so the finish is... Uh, uh, Roddy goes outside, grabs a pipe when the ref is down, hands it to Sean O'Hare, ho- holds Mr. America. Uh, Sean O'Hare takes a swing. Of course he misses. Hits Roddy Piper. Hogan does the leg drop. Vince McMahon tries to come in to save for the pin, but Zach Gowan holds Vince McMahon's legs. And it goes, uh, how long was the time on this? Two Four long. minutes and 50 seconds. This Whoa, shit felt like really? Eternity, dude. <laughs> this shit felt like 20 minutes. Oh, it, it felt like an eternity. eternity. But once again, you had all that other shit happen before this, so your brain is melted by this point. And like... <sighs> yeah. So next up, I want to just spend a little bit of time on this because I just don't understand this Kevin Nash being a trying to be a babyface thing. And you're trying to sell it as that. But you're not selling anything to the fans. And here's my point to that. And you're just not helping yourself. The next segment is backstage. And it's Triple H is walking to the ring. And Stephanie McMahon, his ex-wife, gimmick, walks up to him and says, be careful. And all that good stuff. She literally just goes, hey, Hunter. He's like, what? He's like, be careful. And then he's just like, I'm going to commit murder. Like, his, that's all his face yeah, looks he, like. And he, he just walks, walks away. away. Like, it's terrifying. Oh, it doesn't do... I just don't understand how it does you any good to, like, give me any kind of... Like, anyone showing sympathy for Triple H in this moment if you want me to believe that Kevin Nash is the good guy in this story. Especially when they both walk out right now and the crowd is not behind Kevin Nash. And I think by uh, the six elbow drop that he does, um, people really are not behind Kevin Nash anymore. Um, does anybody want to take away on how this uh, match gets to uh, its 
breaking point? My- I don't write. A, I don't have a lot written down. I'm just gonna give it to you, bud. This is nothing to write home about. It certainly followed at this ref bump, a pedigree false finish, a sledgehammer spot. It just so happens that the Triple H hit Earl Hebner with the sledgehammer here. Ends in a DQ. Meh. Yes, sir. And it is meh, but the finish of this match is very, very meh, like you said. But going into (laughs) the next spot, why wasn't this spot just in In this fucking match? Yeah, literally. That's what didn't make any goddamn sense, is you cut a match with a DQ... And yep. then you have another, like, four minutes almost. Like, you have, like, another, like, two or three minutes worth of stuff that happens after this. Just make yeah, it a part match. of the fucking match. Because yep, you get yep. you get Triple H, who's gotten the shit beat out of him, getting ready to get taken, uh, like, carried away. And Kevin Nash loses his fucking mind. Mind you, as we just said, he is a fucking babyface, apparently, at this point. He yeah. beats up. I mean, you could have done a, a uh, count out and literally just do the table spot as a count out. Table spot. Yeah. Or you, way the or you have it go there. that way. He Wait. shoves. They yeah. shove Hebner. They do it. and He still calls it because it's like they have to. They have to call it because basically you've got Kevin Nash attacks every uh, referee that's holding up Triple H. He brings Triple H over to the Raw announcers table. He gets into. I, I will say, fuck Ric Flair, but him chopping Nash twice to just no-sell Nash is fucking hilarious. Like, he's just the, yes. second, the first one and the second one, and he looks at him and he's like, I fucked up, didn't I? And he gets punched in the head. <laughs> <laughs> he bring Kevin Nash gets up on top of the little platform that they're at, uh, shoves another referee, triple, or, uh, uh, Shawn Michaels Shawn. comes out to try to be like, hey, what the fuck are Palms you doing? the shit out of him. <laughs> just dude, grabs dude, his head like a fucking... Dude, just fucking... <laughs> he just man, stiff arms... He stiff arms HBK into a fucking... Like, just down seven feet. Put him in, with the, in the dirt. <laughs> and then proceeds to do the second worst powerbomb of the night uh, to Triple H onto the announcer's he, table. Yeah, he, he killed him. It looked so bad. Oh, <laughs> I have Triple H takes a hideous jackknife through the announce table. He's got to be dead. Yeah, what did uh, Jr. screams like? He broke his back. He's like, <laughs> he's like, his his back is broken. You son of a bitch! Like it's like, but like honestly, like he barely gets Triple H's head up upright before he's just yeah, eating him into that announcer's yeah. table. But like, yeah, like I don't understand like why we just couldn't keep that with the match itself and not have like, like you just call it as like a no, like yeah. he's hurt. You throw the X up yeah. to like throw it as a work or whatever. But like that could have been a way better finish than like, because mm-hmm. like it wasn't even Hebner didn't even call the bell. He gets hit by he gets hit by the sledgehammer and the bell rings. Like it's immediate. There's not even another ref comes out to be like, now fuck that. Like, he gets hit, and it's immediately over. And it's like, just, I don't know, like, don't fucking have that in here. It's like, why would you you let that be your finish where the Tyra Bell person can make this decision, yet he can't ring the bell during the Booker T match? You know? Are you you telling me that guy's racist, too? My thing about this match was I liked the way it started with Nash charging H when he was coming out. It's just like yeah. they had all the parts here to make this to actually be good, truthfully. 
and they, they like just, built the time before the before they actually got in the ring. They went around the ring for a second after yeah. Ric Flair and Sean had been booted. And it had all the pieces that it could have been good. It's oh, just yeah. it just fell the fuck apart. <laughs> it literally was like it was like as, <laughs> as they got into the ring, it went from like I am hopeful to like this was bad, like almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. so, I was like, okay, fine. You know, Nash is going to work on Triple H for a little bit, and then it's like, okay, let's fucking fall to pieces like a broke down car. <laughs> this shit just it just went I'm bad, also, and then it's like, okay, here's a DQ finish. Let's do a cool ass spot afterwards. Just, I'm also just confused as to who to blame for both of the jackknife power bombs being so horrendous. Because, like, the one in the ring that took place was bad, but then the one that took place afterwards was worse. And I'm just like, is it Nash being, like, just fucking reckless? Like, super rusty and, like, not being in it for a while was like, it was like Triple H just, like, not helping at all. Like, who's, who are we blaming here? But, like, it, two stars. I'm going to give it two because the, the actual finish of this match was cool. But, like, that's, that's what I'm giving it. Given a gentleman yeah. star and three quarters, not worth another word. That's Pat, what exactly you got? What I did. Pat, what you got? <laughs> I gave it two stars. I shouldn't have, but <laughs> I want a star it and a half. It was horrible. I was just trying to be generous. It was really bad. Um, a star and a half. Yeah, Triple H was falling so the whole time. Was fucking hilarious. But uh, I mean, it just got got. Yeah, Triple H sound like Ric Flair. Yeah, this shit was awesome. Was weird. And then uh, the moving. stiff arm, John Michaels. It was good shit. All right, so before we, uh, one last thing about this. Would you rather watch uh, Triple H and Kevin Nash? Or would you rather watch uh, Corey Wilson, Don Marie? Steiner, I'm watching. I'm watching. Oh. Wait, what'd you say, Steiner? Triple H versus yeah, Kevin Steiner Nash or Steiner or, or, and Triple H? Versus Nash. Versus Nash. Nash. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right, yeah. glad we're all on the same page. And I would watch <laughs> either one over the Tory Wilson. Um. <laughs> Steve Austin is still uh, stuffing Eric Bischoff's tummy, and Bischoff finally fucking pukes. That's how I have it written down. Mike. Mike. What's up, bud? What's up, bud? Uh, Don Marie Tory Wilson, uh, Mr. America, Roddy Piper. Oh, no, that's a good question. <laughs> Don Marie and Tory Wilson. I think it Don is Marie. Don Marie Tory Honestly, Wilson. Yeah. I think we found it. <laughs> it's like his... Because here's the truth. Here's so the many truth. Podcast ends. The podcast is over. No. We can't do it anymore. Do you want to watch two old white men hobble around, one in a mask claiming to be Mr. America? Dusting out their fucking asses. There's nothing redeeming about it. It's over. We have to go home. Oh, well, but I love it. I'm sad enough. I'm not. <laughs> Fuck off. Moving into the <laughs> fucking next segment. We don't have right. our co-main. We had uh, Jazz, the champion, with Theodore Long um, versus Trish Stratus versus Victoria with Steven Richards versus Jacqueline in a fatal four-way match for the WWE Women's Championship. Um, this was good, man. Um, Casey, how did you feel about this match? Like, What did you have about it? Um, I don't remember who said it. But I had to write it down, and it just reminded me of like the Key and Peele skit. Someone said Jacqueline, and it sounded like Jay Quellen, and it oh. just made me laugh. Um, I was like, I don't fucking know. Um, 
overall, like it, it's better than what I what we just watched, but not by a yeah. lot. Like it's it's by better. Considering, um, fuck, I don't remember the full spot, but there's I had I just wrote down like Victoria just eats the ever living shit out of Trish. Oh, out dude, of the ring. it's, a, it's <laughs> the Stratus faction that gets countered and literally dumped her right on her fucking face. That's the worst spot of the whole, ma- fucking, the whole fucking paper. She just yeets that motherfucker out of the ring, and I laughed really hard. <laughs> uh, Landed like, right <laughs> on her face. <laughs> like The only thing I wrote down was Jazz saying to Victoria as she picked her up, come here, you psycho bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I you really psycho bitch. <laughs> it's... Like because of the, because it like kind of came out like recently. I don't remember like I don't know what it fully is, but like a lot of the uh, female wrestlers from this time frame were like a part of this thing where they were talking about how Fit Finley was like in charge of training them, and like it was him being like like they were really eager to learn how to actually fucking wrestle, and he was like bet. And, like, that's why we, like, when you go back and watch some of these, there are some surprising moments where you're like, holy fuck, that wasn't that bad, like, considering. And, like, so I kind of, like, I'm able to enjoy going back to these and watching some and being like, oh, fuck, like, they actually were, like, this is better than I remembered or is better than I was anticipating. But, like, Mm -hmm. I gave it two and a quarter. I don't think it was, like, the worst thing in the fucking, it's definitely not the worst thing on this fucking pay-per-view, but, like... Definitely not. It, not when it, you have Mr. America and fucking Roddy Piper. But like Holy given shit. given how the match that happened right before it on paper should have been a thousand times better, like this deserves a hell of a lot more praise. And yes, come here, you psycho bitch is probably one of the funniest things <laughs> that is just <laughs> shouted in a ring. I mean, jazz in general right here is great. Shit. I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. She landed a devastating DDT. For the finish, and it didn't hurt Trish because uh, she didn't do the pinfall on Trish, but uh, that feud can continue. Uh, I do have something written down that King said. Are y'all ready for this one? God damn it. Uh, oh, God <laughs> damn it. I don't know who he said it about, but he said, I would like to invite her over for carpet burn. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, dude. What the <laughs> fuck, man? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> if you want to go back and find it, it's all. I will. I'm going to do it as soon as we're off this goddamn podcast. Now, this late into this fucking pay per view, you took notes. Jesus, oh. fuck, dude. <laughs> Pull out where it's at. You know what I mean? I won't oh, lie. That popped me way more than I ever thought what you were about to say. <laughs> Because we're scared because given who's in this match, like, what the fuck King's saying now? And it's, like, kind of funny. It's unfortunate <laughs> that sometimes he burn. says... What? He said some other really bad shit. He said some weird shit. Also, he said, uh, because JR said something about uh, J- Jazz's catchphrase, <laughs> which is, like, the bitch is back. And he's like, the bitch is back. Oh my and, God. Then she, and then he, he, and she gets punched by somebody and he says... <laughs> Oh, watch! He said, "Oh, bitch, watch out!" <laughs> Just like that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the Herb oh, Lord Almighty. You know, the Urban like, Dictionary. just called jazz, bitch. The Urban Dictionary definition of carpet burn. 
a rough burn you get on knees and elbows after having a rampant sex session on all fours. Oh my god. Now, no That's... one can say that our podcast isn't educational. Now, tell me, who did Jerry say that about? We don't know. He, didn't he, he doesn't know. Corlin doesn't know. Doesn't I'd, like, I'd like to invite her over. <laughs> <laughs> Does not excuse it's, the atrocities he said on the rest of this pay per view, but no, goddamn no, it, no, 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 it's funny right, as fuck. It's, it's only funny because of how fucking absurd and like muscle of a human being you are that it has turned into a fucking comedy routine. <laughs> now I have a fucking Instagram account that has a little highlight that just says "racist shit King says." Like that's. How far of a fucking joke you are as a human uh, being. That's why it's funny. Hey, uh, Carpet burn. Hey, uh, this is a mess. Carpet. Burn. I'm going to run that joke into the ground worse than I did the jeans one. Hey, uh, hey, <laughs> you wouldn't have carpet burn if you wore jeans. You'd have denim burn. Sorry to tell you. I hate this. I hate promo package. Our first sponsor is going to be for knee pads so you don't get carpet burn. Wait, what did everybody go on that match? The, uh, the, oh, I gave it two and a quarter. I gave it two and a half stars, bro. I went two. Uh, Ethan, what'd you go? <sighs> two stars. Okay, let's move the fuck on. Let's get into this main event because there's a fucking real bad moment in this. There's some great shit. <sighs> we get a long promo package for the main event and this is all started because the show was being bullied by Rey Mysterio and um, <laughs> yeah it's not in the, okay to, to put to, no, to put this in perspective this is not in the promo package but it is discussed because of backlash last week that the whole thing started is because bumbling stumbling fucking big show keeps tripping all over the place because and Ray took advantage of it made fun Ray, of it Ray's like oh, I'm so small you're so big it is funny and then he gets fucking <laughs> He gets fucking murdered in ba on Backlash. I'm not gonna make it. Do y'all ever think about what we are watching? Yeah. Yes! Every week. We spend two hours a week dissecting this dumbass shit. That's at least five hours a week because There's... we watch the goddamn thing. I like Look pause this shit. When I'm watching it, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is our lives?" And then I, I just go back tune into out. it again. I have like... to tune out. I have to. I have to fucking do other things. Yeah. That's why I watch it the so, day of. I can't waste the rest of my week on this shit. So, so basically, <laughs> the, the, the package starts with Big Show fucking using Rey Mysterio as a Louisville slugger. And then it just proceeds to being Big Show's like, I'm going to bully everyone now. And then Bork Lesnar of all fucking people is like, I don't like bullies. <laughs> like, he pulls his forklift out. We don't have warehouse worker Brock yet. But anyways, it basically is just like, if you want to pick on someone, pick on me. And then Big Show's like, I won't do it unless you put the belt on the line, which makes no, no fucking sense no. at all. This is a middle school storyline. Uh -huh. It's sick. And then it's like, we'll do you one better. We'll do a fucking stretcher match. And like, it. <laughs> He's like, Big Show like a stretcher so much. Why don't we just do a stretcher's match? Oh, <laughs> stretcher's Why would you agree to any of this? 
This I, is a goddamn mess. God, this, I will this say. This is a fucking mess. They go to stretch your out after they get that a, carpet burn. This is. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to say that this match is a match where, on paper, it sounds like a fucking shit show, but when it's actually done, it like does its job surprisingly. I was like, stunned. Oh. I didn't yeah, I have this no memory. I, have I no, thought not a single memory of this pay per view is finished. And so when it came time for the finish, I was audible. <laughs> I was sitting up, grabbing the sheets in my bed, like because huh? <laughs> I was so, so fucking overwhelmed by this fucking so three hour fuck fest. This is good shit. It's, it's get, once again given what this match is, it does its goddamn job. It is You're two right. big fucking people trying to incapacitate each other to put them on a stretcher no. and push them past the fucking yellow tape that's <laughs> down by the entrance, and the they beat the shit out of each other. Repeat what you just said. <laughs> These are two big men yeah. trying to put one exactly. another on a stretcher and race to yeah. a yellow line. Yeah, but I'm when you sorry. watch, when you watch it though, you go, "Well, they fucking did that." He <laughs> wasn't on a stretcher. He was on a forklift because he a stretcher. Fundamentally, it's not the match. He's seven foot. No, no, no. He's seven feet he tall. He weighs five hundred pounds. <laughs> Didn't he reverse yeah, the forklift? Went over first. Yes. I want to... Bitch, okay. wins. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, so right it's, this match it's... never finished. This is a conspiracy. And Brock <laughs> Lesnar and Big Show are still in this match because nope. nobody ever crossed the finish line with a stretcher. Te- okay, yeah, he's technically on a backboard. Like, he's... he's... It's 18 years later and we backboard. still don't have a fucking winner. So, you go through this match... <laughs> You get a couple of spots where it's like, okay, Big Show might fucking win. Brock fucking disappears for a goddamn second. You hear Rey Mysterio's fucking song hit. He just leaves. He just just fucking leaves. leaves. No music. Ref's just like... Yeah, he just up and disappears. Big Show's in the middle of the ring going, where the fuck did he go? And then you hear, who's that jumping out the sky? And Rey Mysterio gets involved. And Where like, did he come he from? He came from under the ring. He literally came from under the ring. You know what? I love Ray ate shit when he came out. Yes. He came <laughs> and ate shit. Yes. He, tried, he gets involved for a second. He's like trying to get his fucking justice for getting fucking damn near murdered a month pre- prior. It's a 619 and then gets fucking decapitated <laughs> big, for his big show. Goes, no, I think you forgot who you're dealing with and fucking no. just crushes the poor little man. No, see, Ray came out because he saw a good opportunity to bully Big Show again. He He didn't fall this. Great job, asshole. So, Ray Mysterio gets fucking decapitated. And then, on goddamn cue, there's an explosion out of the stage, and it's fucking warehouse Brock Lesnar on a fucking forklift that's just driving it really well, mind you. And honestly, if there's anything to take away from this, he he crashes through the stage and cuts the hardest fucking right turn straight into the left turn. It is 
You've got to watch the fucking Eddie Guerrero, the Eddie Guerrero ladder match, and you got to just watch when Brock Lesnar comes out the forklift because it's really impressive. Surprise, bitch! Like, Jesus Christ! Comes down to the ring, (laughs) barrels down to the ring of the forklift, fucking F5s the ever-living shit out of Big Show. It's not even an F5. It's like, it's just a fucking... It's like an F5. It's like an FU. It's it's fucking. He's fat as shit at this point. He just like rolls Big Show onto. He like puts him onto this back brace. He shoves him onto a forklift and then reverses very cleanly across that finish line. Now here's this. I can't just recommend the end of this match. This match was a goddamn hoot from start. It was was good. That's what I'm saying. On paper, the part we're missing. Big Show and Brock almost, it seems like they're playing a game to see if Big Show can actually land and fit on the stretcher. All those yeah. moments like Brock threw Big Show and he just went, <laughs> <"Bug you." laughs> It was almost kind of like Brock, Brock really, Brock really wanted to show off his forklifting skills and Big Show was like, I don't really want to. And he's like, okay. He's like, I'm going to give you three tries. If I can't fit you on this yep. fucking stretcher, I'm getting the forklift. <laughs> Yeah, there was one or two times. There was one or two times where I felt like Big Show was trying to make himself actually land on it, and yeah. he could not. Yeah. Just it just dawned on me that the background of the podcast is that motherfucker in the forklift. It's- you can see right above uh, uh, Cortland and Pat's head. All you see is Big Show's ass. It's oh great. Oh my it's god, great. dude! I just want y'all to know it's fate. That this that we're reviewing this match the same week as Cody and Andrade did what they did last night. It's hell. This is it's equal fucking ground fucking of insanity. Hell. Just dumb it's ass just, shit. It's just really impressive. Because <laughs> like once again, if you just wrote down on paper, you're like, we're gonna have Big Show and Brock. Everyone goes, uh. You're like, okay, what's the match? And you're like, it's gonna be a stretcher match. And you're like, what the fuck are we doing here? And if you wrote this down, you'd be like, this is gonna be a colossal failure. And it is the second best match on the goddamn card. It's Dude, they beat the shit out of each other with those stretcher boards. Oh my god! It was a good match. It's a really good match. Off the fucking bat. I'll break my rating out first. Three and a quarter. Woo! Yep. I see. Pat agrees. Yes, yes. That's where I had it. It's I a good match, man. What? What more did you want? And what? I mean, what was? Were my, you disappointed? Literal... Were you disappointed at the end of this match? No. My nope. literal note for this was just match delivered what it was supposed to. I don't have any complaints. Cuz like Dude. what else what else could they have done? What could they have done differently? Nothing. They could at have the done end, worse. Mind you at the end of this. Way worse. At the end of this, which is still just an impressive feat for the forklift, Brock puts it up as high as it can possibly go. So Big Show's like 20 fucking feet in the air, just dangling on this forklift, and he's just like, I fucking won! Like, and gets out, and I thought the forklift was gonna tip. Would you go? <laughs> gave it three and a, I gave it three and a quarter. Yep. I went, you know what? I'm bumping it. We're going a gentleman's three here, fellas. There we go. We're going gentleman's three. I'm fucking exhausted, y'all. This was... Taxing to say the least. Yes. Yes. What's the next we piece of dog shit paper? Yeah, we so, learned about carpet burn. We learned about we carpet learned burn. No, we learned about carpet burn and we learned about forklifts. Forklift. Forklift Lesnar. So forklift the next. 
What's next week, boys? Is insurrection. So Ooh. it's a we- so this is weird. So insurrection is a is a UK pay per view. And then, uh, like, oh, what, we, what year is it? 2003. Uh, 2003, uh, obviously. The, like, a week later is another paper. <laughs> it literally goes, it's like, in order, it's a like judgment day, insurrection, and then the next, like, week is bad blood. Wait, they do three in a row? So it's like, it's like judgment day, it's like, then the next, like, the following month. I don't know what month we're in right now, like, calendar wise but it literally is like June, it, so so it's like May. yeah so it's like june it's insurrection and then literally the following week, because insurrection is a uk it's like an actual uk yeah. pay-per-view they come back and do yeah. bad blood so it's just like fucking oh, yeah. a lot there's like zero storytelling well, this whole time like is there is there any stories in insurrection that we actually have to follow this we have we forward. have Triple H and movie. Shawn Michaels in a street fight match. Yep. So oh we, boy. You, um, got, you got Christian and Booker T for the Intercontinental Championship. So yeah, it's, it's it. I don't know if I said that right. Oh. I might have fucked that up. So yeah, it's Triple H and Kevin Nash in a street fight match. You have Steiner and Taz. I love these pay-per-views. So going from it's. Let me see. They're on fucking. Like Rebellion, Insurrection, the Worlds so yeah. Collide. Like so the... the whole card is Maven versus. Christian Eckstein? I don't know. Wait, what the fuck is this? Fucking Maven? Yep. I'm not yeah, right. Maven the, opens up. The Hurricane, the, is this? The hurricane up. versus Landstorm. Oh, the okay. baddie is back, baby. We get Jazz versus Trish Stratus. Oh. We actually do get Christian versus Booker T for the for the Intercontinental title. Dude, guys, guys, you know who guys. doesn't fucking win? Um, guys. Pat? There's a match. It's the Dudley Boys and well, I Spike. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> okay. So we so it's Christian Booker T. Then it's Kane and Rob Van Dam versus La Resistance. Gold Dust versus Rico, which I think is going to be a sleeper match. Is that right there? <laughs> it's probably going to be a banger. And then, yes, we get the Dudley Boys, which is Bubba, Devon, and Spike versus Chris hey. Nowitzki, Rodney Mack, and Theodore Goddamn Long. The white boy challenge. Then we get <laughs> the white boy challenge. I forgot I said that in the group the other day. <laughs> are we still recording this podcast? We right? are, unfortunately. This is <laughs> we then fucking hell. We get Scott Steiner versus Tess with Val Venus as a special guest referee. And then it's Triple H versus Kevin Nash in a street fight match. Kelvin Nash. Holy hell. All right, y'all. Michael I'm John, gonna... wrap it up. I'm going to get us the fuck out of here. Uh, guys, this was one hell of a week. We appreciate y'all sticking with us. Uh, for Pat, Corlin, Ethan, and El Gordo, I'm Mike. I broke my fucking microphone tonight. Uh, y'all have a great one. And uh, we'll be back next week to cover this fucking piece of shit. Look out for carpet burns. <laughs>